0: So, a podcast about FAMU athletics is here to talk about FAMU in a positive light, what's going on, and always keep you abreast as to the most up-to-date events related to FAMU athletics, whether it's football, basketball, tennis, or even FAMU golf. We're going to talk about it, we're going to bring it up to the light, we're going to share it, so that you can brag and tell all your other friends in a sweat that FAMU is the greatest school on this side of heaven. I'm Keith Hadley, and I am a graduate of Florida University, and I also run the FAMU 5th Quarter on Twitter. Like the Twitter page, follow it, and make sure you share it with your friends so that they can keep up to date as to how great FAMU is, so that if they're not a rattler, they can know who the kids need to be. All right, post game instant reaction. Um man, Tale of two halves. Uh that's kind of sorry for the long uh, but you can hear my voice. A lot of screaming at the television, a lot of frustration with the referees, and uh coach Simmons kind of pointed it out tongue in cheek. Appreciate that because I was here for the petty. Um <laughs> rest for god awful. Um but Uh, Just quick recap, Uh, everything really happened in the first half, 20 and nothing, uh, and literally South Carolina State brought that thing back in like three to four minutes. Uh, It it was eerily similar to what we saw in Celebration Bowl. I, for one, was looking like, yep, everybody started throwing this ball deep. And, fam, you kind of opened the game early, though. Xavier Smith hit him deep, as I mentioned the refs, they was on that BS early. Uh, they hit FAMU with two targeting calls. Both turned out not to be worth a darn and were not actually targeting calls. And I was like, I'm not going to bring that up because I know coach gets fined if he talks about refs and other stuff like that. But that was some bull. Uh, both, But both times, again, the targetings, they were nothing. Nothing happened. It wasn't close to targeting. But the ref, the refs aired on the side of caution in the first one, the second one. I that's when I kind of started feeling like this is getting egregious because you can start seeing where the refs were altering the game. It to me, it just seemed like in my from my perspective, the direction that the game was going into was being altered because of some of these calls. And some of them were warranted. Some of them were because we were going against a very good defensive line and we have very young offensive linemen. But some of them were bogus. I mean, it was. They got pretty bad, especially in the fourth quarter. But South Carolina State's offense, they tried to establish a run. And just to make a long story short, they could never find a groove. Their whole groove was on big plays. I mean, they hit deep balls to their best receiver, and he kind of, I mean, not kind of, he mossed our corners. One of them, the quarterback, you can't argue with the position of the ball. It was a great, it was a great ball. The other one. He just out jumps the guy. I mean, you you can see why this guy is on the radar for some NFL teams. But again, that was all they really had all game. And going into the fourth quarter, it's twenty to nothing. I I mean, I I know I posted on the FQ family Twitter page like us letting South Carolina State hang around was going to be potentially detrimental. And I really wanted at least one more score, I, something to make it twenty, make them have to score three touchdowns because. If they had scored that last touchdown kicked the field goal, they would have won by one point. Sorry, the Jackson State game's going on. Jackson State's about to win this game. FAMU um, offense early on was, it was good. I mean, the offense was cooking. We looked good. The running game never truly gets into its own groove. Like it never, it just never really, it never worked. Uh, and uh, the running game, especially, like I said, the running game just never got into its thing. The passing game was solid, but. Again, we did have a major play taken away because of a penalty. It was, it was like that. It just, if you were to go back and watch that game, to me, it's a forgettable experience as far as the second half, our offense. It just wasn't clicking. But early on, the tight ends were getting in the game. Xavier Smith, Manigo, K Dot, all those guys were really eating up the South Carolina State defense. And then we weren't. And especially the problem was those late interceptions from Musa. Uh, man, can't have them. But at the same point, you can see where he tra- he made a quick read. He's trying to get rid of the ball, but it's to the same place, and the same guy intercepts the ball twice. So, uh, again, to be f- to be fair, he's trying to get rid of the ball and throw it on time. It's a timing route, but their linebacker was in a great position, and Coach Simmons even pointed out that was one of their best players. Uh, it just, again, you can hear the frustration. That's part, that's definitely the reason for the uhs and the ums, because again, this is a instant reaction. As soon as the game is over, as soon as the coach is finished, I do try to come on here and give it to you fresh. The defense for South Carolina state, they did nothing special until the end of the game. I mean, the fourth quarter was when South Carolina state did all their damage. They picked up a fumble that wasn't a fumble that was later determined. Determined to be a forward pass. Again, these refs—they generated really good pressure, though they did do that. And again, those two interceptions were the biggest things. Were the big takeaways that I got from South Carolina State's defense. And Shadur just threw off his back foot. Uh, but again, I—I um—I'm not going to get overly upset with that. It, it was what it was. I, I don't like the two interceptions. Because the linebacker falls in his own coverage twice, same zone, same place. That's going to be something another team does, and they're going to wait for Musa to throw that pass in that same place. Um, as far as Fame's defense, Fame's defense looked good all game except for those two deep balls. There's nothing to talk about, it, but if we don't give away three deep balls in two games, we really hold two teams, one that is above average to not to being very inefficient and not looking very good we also benefited from the fact south carolina state's quarterback he ain't he ain't that guy he's not him he's decent but decent is about the best way we can put it like in in the world of pizza this guy would be little caesars and we've we've seen papa johns already papa johns is playing right now for jackson state that 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 guy he missed a lot of open receivers I I felt like both teams left a lot of points on the board. Part of my frustration as a fan, I felt like FAMU left a good 20 points on the field. I, I definitely, I feel that. I, I feel like FAMU should have scored 40 points. I, I'm confident to say that. That's not a point of arrogance. If you think I'm arrogant, you probably, you know, know me that well. Uh, I, I'm not that arrogant about my program, but I, I feel like FAMU left points on the board. A good 20 points on the board and especially if one of those points where we get one of those interceptions, I just, I felt like we missed a little something there. Now uh, the special teams was solid though. Uh, special teams was solid all game. Punt game was strong. Field goal team was amazing. Fam, you had the best kicker in Tallahassee and you can argue with whoever you want about that, but I'm pretty sure a lot of people who wear garnet and gold will take Jose in a second, but we we did good on special teams. Back to the defense though, I forgot to mention we had two interceptions ourselves. BJ Bowler gets the interception, hits the shimmy. We get another interception. Uh, I believe that was uh, Courtney Cox. I could be wrong. It was number two. It was number two. It wasn't twelve, but we we really focused on stopping the run game. Like their running game was not happening and it never caught on again the only thing they hit us with was the deep ball and then eventually we shade a safety over the top to shut that down and once we do that the game is pretty pretty done uh you would have you would have liked to have seen that after the first deep ball to kind of continue to shade a safety over the top just with the understanding that their quarterback's not the most accurate of guys and it's not just because the kid sucks it's also because uh, our, our defense is getting pretty good penetration even after Isaiah Lane gets hurt defensive line looks really good. I, I just, I was very impressed. I, again, Isaiah land does get hurt. He tried to come back, but he ended up sitting out the rest of the game. And to me, there is a difference. You know, you saw the difference as far as with and without Isaiah land, it wasn't a huge drop off against that level of competition, but I, I, I like the idea of erring on the side of caution and allowing him to get uh, healed and maybe that extra 30 minutes to an hour of him not being bumped up against somebody else helps you for your game against Gramlins for next week. Uh, huh. Again, we, we had a lot of missed passes. Again, second half, we looked lethargic. Seemed like we did try to run the clock a little bit more and man, the refs were to, in my opinion, no, that was, that's part of the reason you leave the Mid-Eastern athletic conference. I I have not seen that level of, tomfoolery in a long time like it was terrible Uh, a few of the times especially in the fourth quarter we had offsetting penalties it was obvious yes the famu athlete did make a mistake he he had a holding penalty but there was also a clear face mask that was missed two or three times that was clear as day i mean clear as sin you're sitting there looking like dude there's a face mask at the least it's an offsetting penalty at the most it's a penalty against them like That was missed several times over. It seemed like just you could see the players got frustrated as well. I I just I went online and said I I really could be you could miss me with these refs calling another game this season. It was that bad and it was just atrocious. I I just did not appreciate that level of officiating. Uh, That's just me. Some calls were right, some calls were good, but the penalty disparity between FAMU and South Carolina State should not have been that big I mean some of the penalty calls were egregious uh, granted yes the FAMU player ran into the kicker the kicker leaves his leg up there all day long so okay if you don't give me a roughing the kicker give me a running into the kicker but when Fadul gets hit can I not get a running into the kicker as well I'm just saying some of this was just negligence at the least like, it just gross negligence as far as Dude, you gonna hold your you gonna hold that flag when it's just the home cooking must have been good because they must have had that special barbecue in your pregame meal. But I definitely took I, I I won't say offense. I did take I felt some type of way. There we go. I'm I'm a modernizer. I felt some type of way about the penalty disparities between the two. Uh, again. It was it was it was just one of the big things. So my big takeaways from the game, uh, I did notice we didn't run the pistol. Uh, I, we we just we ran out of the shotgun the whole game, and that did not seem to work. It just we had like three or four big runs, but other than that, us having a 250-pound running back slide to the left and run the ball, it's not working. And we were fortunate that for South Carolina State, our our receivers in the passing game opened up the run enough to where you could still middle and do that kind of stuff. But I would like to see us use some type of formation. It ain't got to be a pistol, but something that's going to let our running backs run downhill. That's just me. I, I felt like, and I don't just feel like I've seen, we've seen. When our running backs get ahead of steam and they're running towards the line of scrimmage, they're a problem. They They definitely are able to move the guys that are in front of them. I just, I've seen that. Uh, other takeaway: the tight ends, we we use them. I was pleasantly surprised, and I appreciated Coach Simmons. I asked him a question about it, the tight ends, not too long ago, a few minutes ago, and he was like, "They're part of our offense. We we try to use them, but you know, when K dot and those other guys are starting to get see a little different coverage, we definitely try to highlight the tight ends a little more." And you saw that. I mean, really good, good play usage. Just, I mean, that that's screen to the tight end. I'm still smiling about that. That's one of the bright spots for for me coming from this game. It's one of the moments I'm going to look back and say, okay, that, that, that was something good. That's something I appreciated. We also, again, we stayed in the shotgun almost the entire game. That was, uh, I, I, I didn't like that. We missed a lot of passes. Musa missed a lot of passes. I think he's going to go back and look at this film and be miffed. I think he's going to say that he should have hit a few more passes than he did. And I think all of us are going to say that. We missed about three touchdown passes because of either the ball went over the wrong shoulder, either the receiver went the wrong way, or Musa threw it the wrong way. Something happened. There was some uh, miscommunication. And, uh, man, uh, thankfully, we didn't need those points. But against a different team, you might. I'm just going to leave that there. The coverage of the deep ball was terrible in the fourth quarter. We – I kind of wondered about it going into this game. And it it peered its ugly head in the fourth quarter. The deep ball was there. But at the end of the game, BJ Bowler makes a great knockdown. We do get two interceptions. And, uh, yeah, just mm. the uh, late turnovers. Can't have that. Can't have that. Uh, maybe either we got to run the ball in a different set or something. But constantly having Musa in the shotgun just tossing that rock like that. It it, it wasn't it for them, not against South Carolina state. I think you may be able to get that against Grambling because I think at this point that team has said two fingers. We're good. We're done. Uh, That's just me. You took the the G from the boys and kind of made them look bad. Just my two cents, but I don't, I don't particularly believe that they're going to be quite as explosive. And I I don't have faith in Hugh Jackson's offense, (laughs) but uh, again, the coverage of the deep ball, terrible penalty disparity was go back and look South Carolina state penalties to B penalties. I'm not one of those, say the ref was cheating, but Ooh, I definitely, I look the collections plate might not see me, but the, the prayer request cards will. Cause I definitely dropped a few choice words watching these dudes in, as far as some of these penalties that were, and were not called run game was not effective. And Moose has got to do a better job of taking what was given to him coach's words, not mine, but my eyes saw the same thing. So got to do that. Uh, good fight out of LA state. You're going to lose Jackson state. Um, but that was kind of the uh, instant reaction we got there. Family wins 20 to 14 and that is the most frustrating 20 to 14 victory. I've seen in a long time. Uh, just, just being honest, but you played a tough team, but you really, you, you 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 tried to. You and the refs, Woo, baby. That was not it. That wasn't it. That was not it. Uh, So big shout out to HBCU Digital Network as always. Today, if you notice, we're not, um, the post game is not on HBCU Digital Network because the Black Techies are on right now. So I'm about to jump off. And if you're not watching the Black Techies, please check them out. They are on HBCU Digital Network. They're on the app. They're on the Facebook page, the Twitter page, they're on the YouTube. They're all over the HBCU Digital Network uh, atmosphere. But the post game, just to make sure I got it to y'all and didn't forget to do it, I wanted to make sure I dropped it. But we will, we will go tomorrow, eight thirty, as always. Fangs Up Podcast. We're gonna talk about the weekend that was. Family Athletics. Kind of go back and spend a little more time talking about this game uh, after I've had a moment to uh, calm down and not curse and not be as upset as I publicly I'm not gonna lie I'm mad about this game I thought we should have really I thought we were gonna do better than that especially when we had a 20 nothing lead I'm like oh yeah let me get like two three field goals at this point and I'm not gonna be too upset but what I saw today nah bro I'm not happy with it but I'm glad for the win and I feel like we did see points of growth and we saw things that we're gonna look to do better at so that being said for y'all that are watching. We're gonna peace out on a good note. Family wins 20 to 14. Uh, but South Carolina State pull up a hell of a fight. Boy, that was a good game at the end. If you're a Bulldog, uh, we do send the dogs or keep the dogs at their house and uh went on your went to your trap and took your trap. <laughs> so as always, y'all. Thanks all. Right, And for those that are still listening, look at y'all, y'all getting a little extra bonus. Uh, for those who are my diehards, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to, I'm trying to work on making sure I give y'all the direct stuff, doing a little bit of this and that, playing with it. Uh, but I'm going to post this right after the game. So this thing stops after about 30 minutes. I'm going to go back over and some of the stuff you may have wanted to kind of know more about that. I kind of keep the... Uh, post game history action to a limit to we're gonna go into that so again i talked about the first quarter first half man fam you looked really good uh as far as the first half we were solid we were really doing the darn thing but the problem was we could not we couldn't continue that going on it really looked like this first half married up to the second half of the Mississippi valley state game we cannot play a complete 60 minutes and That's a problem. That's aggravating and that's frustrating. You got to get a whole 60 minutes out that game for me. I'm sorry. I need it. I need 60 minutes of football because otherwise I'm screaming at the television and Florida state hadn't even started playing yet. At least I don't think they have. So that being stated, give me 60 minutes of football because what I saw today, that's the reason that really you kind of become a little frustrated with the program. You start asking questions, and within those questions some of them are valid OOP, unc is beating miami and tennessee state is losing tennessee state bed not go and six that's all i know especially the cookman because i'm gonna talk trash uh but again it is just we look good solid we hit some deep balls but man again it started early with the referees like i to me a re- referees are there but you, I shouldn't notice you. One thing I appreciate about the swack and its refs, I haven't noticed them. I haven't noticed them at all this season. So um that was kind of the big thing, the targeting call and all that. I'm gonna take a break right here because the thing stops after 30 minutes. But I'm gonna come back and we're gonna finish this. I'm gonna keep talking about this. Uh just so I can make sure I give y'all some good instant reaction and give y'all a little extra something because y'all are my loyal, a lot of y'all are my day ones. So this fangs up the instant reaction podcast but we're doing y'all get a little bit of extra and we're gonna come back this fangs up all right so i'm back i'm back i promised you i told you um in instant reactions i normally like i told y'all we were doing a little something with the uh stream yard and that's why i had the podcast that doesn't really look some of the same way it looked before uh but i'm i'm, I'm trying to do better so we're going back we left off i left off talking about kind of the the penalties and how the refs really kind of got their hands all over this, man. uh, One of the things though, Xavier Smith made a huge catch. It was, it was an amazing catch about 60 yards and he ran like a scalded dog. They reported that it was his seventh touchdown of the season. And I mean, the guy is averaging, he's averaging a touchdown per game. If you stretch his, like his numbers out for the season, you gotta pay him attention. If you're not paying attention, you're a freaking fool. And family's forcing the ball to him at times. We're forcing the ball to him. We try Shereed, but Shereed will drop passes and it, it gets annoying. And you can see where it, it gets uh it 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 messes up Musa. Shereed Oxendine, really Oxendine, he drops more passes than Shereed. But Sharid also came away with a huge catch over the middle. Uh oh Lord, South Carolina State i'm flipping between all the games i've watched south carolina state ran a zone and we ate it up musa pretty clean pocket throws it throws it right over the defender's hands k dot catches it runs to the end zone famu's up and i believe at that point it was 17 to nothing because we did hit a field goal then we get one more field goal to make it 20 to nothing and really the game is over if you're a family fan like Really, the second half, I would discourage you if you're going to rewatch the game. I intend on rewatching it tomorrow so I can do a do a, a quality podcast uh, about post game. But I wouldn't watch the second half. You're, you're going to get really frustrated, and you're going to get annoyed with our play calling. It seems like we're just very dedicated to the shotgun formation, which is cool, but it's not cool when it's not working. And it seems like to a certain point we get to a point where we want to run the ball out of that formation and it's not going to work and it stopped working and we didn't adjust. And I feel like one of the things that coach Smith does really well, our defensive coordinator, he adjusts at second half. He's really good at adjusting at the second half. And I've seen, I felt like going into the season, he's really developed into a person who's paying more attention to his, his defense. Like he's paying attention to the fact that, We need to be more multiple. You saw where, damn, you ran. We still ran our base zone defense, but it wasn't the vanilla behind zone defense we saw against Jackson State. It was very multiple. Guys were coming in and out. And it just, to me, it was a better version of the zone defense than we've been showing. And it seems like the defense is developing. And that's a good thing. I feel like the loss of Isaiah Land in this game was not a terrible thing. To me, it was really a good thing because – you hate losing Isaiah land as a talent. Like I don't want to lose him as a talent, but what you end up getting was that you got to have to see, okay, when Isaiah lands out here, what are we going to do? And I felt like we showed without Isaiah land, we're going to have to continue to probably play more mind games as far as showing different fronts, showing blitz, even the commentator for South Carolina, for the MEX Sports, was showing, pointing out a family you lined up to run a blitz, and then we just backed out of it. He's like, oh, they're going to blitz, they're going to blitz. And then all of a sudden, your eye shows you that, hey, we bailed on it. And it gave the quarterback a different look. It made him hold the ball longer. And long story short, it just made the, the game a better, a better defensive look. I, I just really felt like anybody who's watching the second half of the game watch the defense skip the offense. The offense is really going to annoy you because we missed a lot of passes in the second half. I mean, open men, some guys, sometimes in the end zone were missed wide open. And some of that is on Moose just doing a little too much. Some of it is on the offensive line. Some of it is just on the scheme, but it just became a thing where we did not perform really well in the game. And, that's something you need to have. You need to have that. You need to hit open receivers as often as possible. Again, some of this, some of this footwork, but some of it's just that the pocket wasn't clean. And as I stated in the pregame information on Thursday, y'all know things up Thursday, eight o'clock, Sunday, 8 30. We I was stating that when you get near Moose's feet, his accuracy declines expedition exponentially. Like you can there is a noticeable difference when you start messing with Musa's footwork because all of a sudden he uses arm talent more than he does his overall talent and he throws balls high and he just makes mistakes. And honestly, Musa makes two two damning fump, uh, interceptions, but he almost had a fumble. He had a fumble too. So technically he has a fumble and two interceptions. I mean, if this was fantasy football. This wasn't the day to have Musa, but Fam, you still pulls it out, and really it's on the backs of the defense because despite the defense being put in really crappy field position, I mean, both those turnovers, if I, I haven't looked back, but we're on the wrong side of the 50 for the most part. So you're over here looking, and we're on the wrong side of the 50, and, yeah, no, we all of a sudden, we're giving the ball to, uh, to South Carolina State, and – yeah, it's just something that you have to you have to do better. at. You got you got to protect the ball better. You got to take what's there. Uh, and I, I guess we kind of did jinx Musa, or we, uh, Musa was jinxed with the talking about him not throwing any interceptions. Then he goes on to throw two of them. But it just it became a game where it was really can you outlast South Carolina State because there was a noticeable change in pace, which I I didn't mind. I didn't mind us slowing the game down. What I minded was the flipping turnovers, but slowing the game down was the right thing to do. And it was a smart thing to do, but the wrong thing to do was when we came in there and though throwing that same passing route to that same place and that same coverage, that's what really cost you late. And it really almost cost cost you the game. The defense defense, family's defense is good. They're stingy. I, I compared them to your, to, to your daddy, The week after payday, when he's waiting on his next check, like, yeah, they, Fame's defense is really stingy. They don't give up a lot. And I've seen improvements. I'm very pleased with the improvements I've seen, especially considering what has happened with the offensive line. I do have questions. Uh, I openly say, I wonder, do you medically redshirt those guys who got hurt in the first game of the season? But that being stated, uh, you you gotta get you gotta give them their credit. They played hard. They did what they were supposed to do. But the biggest thing was just that we didn't always try to protect our defense. It just with I don't want to say with the play calling, but with the decision making. That ball has to go somewhere else. It can't go into that swarm of individuals. It's got to go somewhere else. Both interceptions. Uh, but it just it, it hits Uh, Again, my second half notes, FAMU's offense was lethargic. Musa does fumble. We got that back. We did run the clock. We saw DeAndre Francis get a little bit of burn, uh, but not as much as Terrell Jennings and McLeod. And in the fourth quarter, quarter, man, I was just going off on the refs the whole time. My voice sounds like this because I was literally like, are you serious ref? Like expletive, expletive, expletive ref. Like it was, that was, that was pitiful. Just terrible. Uh, Musa threw two picks to the same guy. It looks like the same freaking coverage, and it looks like we tried to really run the same play. Like it looked like mirror images of the same thing. Those two touchdowns gave South Carolina State their touchdowns. Period. If you protect the ball better, South Carolina State probably doesn't score because they couldn't do a bleeping thing all game. Until we gave them the yards, they couldn't do anything. It was um, just not it. Like it just wasn't a uh, famous defense again, placed in terrible in a terrible position on both those times. And obviously you're going to give up the score, sp- the score, uh, the score. We do get a late interception, but man, again, the refs terrible. You can't miss those face mask calls, at least call offsetting penalties at the least. And um, it just, again, to me going into the Grambling game, this isn't what I want. It's not what I want to see. I do like the idea that we did play a good team. South Carolina State's no slouches, but they also, they're no Jackson State. They're not. And this is a game, you really should have scored 40 points on these guys. I mean, honestly, fam, you left 20 points on the field easily. But again, South Carolina State, to their credit, they left 14 points on the board, if you ask me. I feel like fam, you should have won 42 to 28. I, I could have I easily, and I would have been okay with that score. Minus the flipping interceptions. I would have still been mad about the interceptions, but it would have been 42 28, not 20 14. But that being stated, uh, you got a good showing from your offense. Your offensive line got good experience. I think that was one of the biggest takeaways I think that we didn't really talk about. Uh, Coach Simmons kind of mentioned it, but our offensive line is growing and you're getting some really good experience. For some young guys and that going forward is going to help out our offense and that's going to help us become a better team. So I, I I'm with that for that purpose, but overall I'm not here for some of what I saw today as far as second half, our offensive formations to me, we're falling back into bad habits. We were much more multiple as far as our offensive sets against Mississippi Valley state. I just, that's just my personal opinion. I could go back and watch that Valley game, but I felt like we ran a lot more sets against Valley than we did against South Carolina State. South Carolina State almost felt like at the end of the game, we tried not to show anything So for the Grambling game. And that's cool, but you almost lost the game trying not to show anything. And if the playoffs are your real – if they're your real destination – you got to score more than twenty points against South Carolina State when you're obviously dominating them. The fact they went to the Celebration Bowl last year doesn't mean a blessed thing to me. The fact they won the MEAC last year doesn't mean anything to me. And the fact that some of y'all want to crown the national champions because they beat Jackson State in the Celebration Bowl again, it doesn't mean a lot to me because I don't think South Carolina State's that good. I said it going into the season. South Carolina State, I had them third, maybe second, but I didn't have them winning. I didn't have them as the best team in the MEAC. I did not. I still don't. I don't think they're the best team in the Miac. They have a quarterback that is when he gets his feet set and his everything is perfect, he's pretty good. Most other times, not gonna happen, Captain. He ain't that guy. But yeah, man, 20 to 14, frustrating game to watch as far as the second half. But you do win the game, and that's what's really important. You you won the game, hopefully using some positive takeaways. You get the 24-hour rules in effect, which literally means I'm pretty sure they rode the bus to South Carolina. You get in the shower, you ride the South ride the bus back to Tallahassee, and enjoy the wind till one o'clock tomorrow, hopefully. But we'll see. Uh we got two weeks. Really? Was it two weeks until homecoming? What a passing catch from the Cookman receiver. Uh but yeah, a couple weeks until homecoming and then. You get homecoming and Southern, which if you beat Grambling, then there's a very good chance you finish the season out pretty pretty solid. Like You could have a two-loss season if you finish out the season, which honestly wouldn't be the worst thing, but I don't think you make the playoffs. If I'm a playoff person, I'm not impressed by what I've seen from Florida and m University. I'm just being honest. I'm, I'm not – Trying to poo poo where we're at. I just haven't seen it and I'm not impressed. And I, I think we've played subpar for most of the season, but we've had our moments and hopefully we get better. But as of today, again, 2014 Fammy victory, instant reaction uh, from the Fangs Up podcast. Always a big shout out to HBCU Di- Digital Network. Also, Cable Busters, thank you for being our title sponsor. You get For $35, live TV, live sports, on up to three devices in your home. And the black techies who are on right now, but I'm watching the the game and I'm doing the pod. So that's why I'm not watching them yet, but I will watch them soon as I finish. So as always, y'all, it's Fangs Up. And listen tomorrow, tomorrow at 8.30, we're going to talk about the game, the week that was, FAMU volleyball, FAMU golf, and some of the stuff that is to come. So, as always, y'all, this is Bangs Up.